Welcome to the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. My name is Kaya Ra, and I'm the best-selling author of the Sophia Code and the Oracle for an Ascended Master High Council called the Sophia Dragon Tribe. It is my great pleasure, honor, and privilege to welcome you to this evening's Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. Um, I was meditating upon what this evening's call is about, and I am thrilled to be able to share it with you and for what is ahead for us this evening. I want to extend a warm welcome to those of you who are perhaps listening to the Heaven and Earth Prayer Collective for the first time this evening and uh, just welcome you and assure you that this is about um, taking a moment to receive, to feel the presence of your own divinity, to explore what's possible through the resonance of your own sovereignty to come into alignment with this divine genome that exists within every cell of your body to consider how worthy you are of mentoring with the ascended masters and over this next hour my prayer for you and our collective prayer is for, for every, every person listening this evening is to spend an entire hour where you are focused on your own direct connection to the source. Many people often ask me, what is sovereignty? And I could talk for hours about what sovereignty is, but the root of your sovereignty is your own direct connection to the source. It's a connection to your source that no matter what you have experienced in life, no matter what you have been taught or even programmed to believe, you no one can take away your direct connection to the source. It's, it's perfect, it's whole, it's complete. It's a direct line to the divine that can never, ever, ever, be taken away from you. And when we come into alignment with that, with, uh, with our direct connection to the source, we are opening our hearts, we are opening our minds, we're opening our bodies to receiving the light of that source, for receiving the, the primordial uh, power of that source, for receiving the creative genius intelligence of that source pouring through us, pouring through you. And I'm really thrilled that so many of you have been traveling with us for so long, journeying together so that we can explore this direct connection to the source and build upon it, build a strong foundation upon our knowledge of this direct connection to the source, which um, when you build a strong foundation, you can, you can build a strong temple. And that's what each of us are doing individually. We are, over time, through enough uh, focus and um, concentrated, really just concentrated focus on what is real, what is true about who you really are and about what you really have access to, over time, the foundation of those beliefs, you can build a temple of beliefs that impact your body, heart, and mind. 
you know, people often pray for, for extraordinary change, but extraordinary change happens over the course of days, over the course of months, over the course of years. And what we discover when we pray together and we meditate together over an arc of time is we discover that being human requires an integration. It, it, it simply every cycle of activation requires a period of integration where we reflect, where we recognize, where we acknowledge and honor and allow what happens when our consciousness shifts into brighter and more expanded places within us. Everything in our inner and outer reality has to shift when we shift in our consciousness and not only when we shift, but when we integrate the shifts. Very often, if you see somebody who has had a, a spiritual experience that was profound or very powerful, and they seem to change temporarily, but then fall back into old patterns, it's because there was an integration cycle that was not completed of that spiritual experience. And so this is, this is why we've been meeting together for six years uh, in the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. It was my prayer and it was the prayer of the, of the Ascended Masters of the Sophia Dragon Tribe to create a virtual temple space where lightworkers, um, souls around the world could gather every month and continue to deepen in our focus, to deepen in our self-mastery practices, to, to deepen in our um, collective intention to embody our sovereignty, to explore what it's going to take to remain focused on our sovereignty long enough that we choose to integrate the shifts that happen when we focus on the resonance from which we've, which we've already been born into. In the beginning of the Sophia Code, there's, there's a quote from Babaji and Jesus, and it's about this journey we go on in our spiritual awakening where we end up right back where we began. And where we began was that we were all created in the image and likeness of the source of God, whatever you call that presence of divine love, that presence of omniscient creative intelligence, that, that presence, that source energy presence that's regenerative and life-giving, the source of all goodness. That's what you've come from. And it's completely sovereign unto itself. And because you've come from that sovereign divinity that is the very fabric of your soul you are so free you could even incarnate into form and experience things such as slavery or abuse and go on a journey of remembrance of how you were so invincible you knew you could endure that learning experience for the benefit of others and even heal yourself from those experiences your sovereignty is all-powerful. This world would have you con conditioned to believe that there is something lacking about you or that, that, there, that you have to strive towards your wholeness. Your wholeness is already a done deal. You were born into wholeness. 
And now your mind and your thoughts are returning to the wholeness that you already are, the wholeness and the truth of your sovereign divinity. I like to think about this journey that we're all on together as waking up from a bad dream back into the lucid, clear reality of heaven that you already are. When we named the prayer collective, the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective, that was a very intentional statement, not just about what we wish to build here on earth, but, but most importantly to recognize we cannot build what, anything other than what we are. So the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective is referring to what already exists within you as you are made in the image and likeness of the source of God from which you came, you are already heaven here on earth. You are the good news that we've all been praying for. It's already inside of you. And I remember the moment that I connected into heaven within my own heart. I was meditating and I had been um, I had been on my personal healing journey for quite some time, but I I was still in a very um, very challenging circumstances of my life. Uh, they, there was nothing heavenly about my out of reality, but I touched into the resonance of heaven within me. And when I did, I realized it was everything I had ever been looking for outside of me. And in that moment, I realized, oh, this is what all of the saints talk about. This is what the masters talk about. It's really, truly inside of me. It really is what Jesus says. The kingdom of God is within you. And when I, I, I felt it for the first time, even, even amidst all of the pain in my body and in my emotional body and in my thought processes, this was years and years and years ago, I felt how the resonance of that heavenly reality within my heart was the source of all my healing. It was the source of, of all the creative solutions that I was going to need in my life for navigating great change and for calling in the resonance of success into my life and for, most importantly, learning how to remain in a resonance of success. I understood that the source, uh, that this heavenly reality that I was feeling within my heart was ultimately the source of everything I needed. That anything of beauty or grace or loving kindness that I was going to experience outside of me was because of this source that I was connected to, this, this heavenly consciousness. And I thought to myself, if this heavenly consciousness can exist within my broken body, within my broken heart, within um, you know, the sadness that I was feeling at that time in my life, at such an extreme level, the suffering, I thought, oh my God, what can it do after I follow its guidance for healing all of this? What kind of light will it, will it anchor here in this world and I realized this is how we build a heaven on earth reality. It's by allowing that light of heaven that's already within us to grow brighter and brighter and brighter 
And what is that sovereign divine light of heaven that's already within you start to do as it grows brighter and brighter? Well, what I came to find out ironically was that it starts to cast out the darkness of self-defeating thoughts, self-sabotage, codependency, addiction. It starts to cast out feelings of unworthiness. It starts to bring to light all of the ways um, that we may be uh, conditioned and programmed to harm ourselves in very unexpected and unconscious ways. When you focus upon your sovereign divine light, which we also call the Christ or Buddha light in the Sophia Code, within you, over time, through periods of integration, activation and integration, what happens is you are returning to the wholeness of your divinity in human form. And what that means is that you are not going to be recognizable to many people in your life over an arc of time. Now, the Sophia Dragon Tribe talks about this extensively. And um, I wanted to open with this kind of introduction because, honestly, the, the place that I only know how to teach from is, is where my higher self uh, is guiding me to explore next. And I'm literally in the past 72 hours navigating an extraordinary life change that I didn't know was going to happen until it happened just a few days ago. And it's very positive, but it was, it was quite surprising nonetheless to identify that an entire chapter of my life was over and that there was an entirely new chapter beginning. It was the next logical step and it was also rather monumental as far as changes go. And I really sat down in meditation today and I asked myself, what do I want to share from this space within me? And I thought, well, if I'm going through this rather extensive change. Perhaps there are others on tonight's call that will also be going through changes themselves. And perhaps what I am living through in real time uh, would be helpful for those listening to this call. And so I wrote down some points that I hope will be helpful and will also be drawing from chapter four of the Sophia Code. Because I feel as though when we bring moments of great change into an acute focus and slow down the momentum because at this particular moment I'm in I'm in the middle of a, a like a snowball of momentum that ushered in this very unexpected change again positive but momentum nonetheless and and so in this moment I'm going into slow motion to examine the, the, the feelings, the ideas, the processes, and to share them with you uh, for your empowerment. Whether or not you're going through a large change in this moment, it might be coming for you in several weeks or several months from now. So I know that at some point, one or another, one way or another, we are always going to experience large kind of monumental chapters where we close one chapter and we open a new chapter to our relationship with life. So I hope this evening, uh, these, these reflections, these prayers, and this med guided meditation will be helpful for you.
And on page 135, with Green Tara's chapter, we were reading um, from the section that's called Omtare Tutare Turi Soha. And in this section of Green Tara's chapter, we are going through her most famous mantra, one seed syllable at a time. And so this section that was being read from before the call, um, we were reading about the seed syllable, the teachings of the word, the Sanskrit word tare. Now I wanna to jump to the top of page 135 to begin this evening's uh, dissertation. And with that paragraph that starts with tare, invokes. So this is paragraph two at the top of page 135. And you are welcome to read this section with me out loud. And it says, Tade invokes my miraculous intervention to help you let go of controlling your suffering through the ego's demands of limited understanding and to reestablish trust in your higher self, who is always guiding you back to an omniscient knowledge of your divinity. That's a huge statement that Green Tara is offering us here. I'm going to break it down for us real quick. What she's saying is that now, as many of you know, from our 21 days of Green Tara journey on YouTube live, or perhaps from our um, mystery school curriculum teachings, this mantra, Om Tare Tutare Turi Soha, this is a mantra both to reclaim your joy for life, but it's also to help you let go of your unconscious attachments to suffer. Now, if that's a new concept, that's fair. I had no idea at one point in my life that I was unconsciously attached to suffering. Uh, humanity <laughs> has been programmed to be attached to suffering for its evolution. And that's one thing that we are, one major uh, thing that we're doing as a collective of light workers is we're learning how to let go of our of our collective programming of suffering for our growth. You know, so for example, something really traumatic or harmful happens, and then we learn so much from it. We're like, oh wow, I learned so much from the experience. But what we want to examine over time is not to judge ourselves for when those experiences happen, but we definitely want to look at, am, are we addicted to growing through pain? Because pain is very motivating. Are we addicted to growing through suffering? Suffering is very uncomfortable. Might get you on a meditation seat a lot faster than happiness. But what we learn in the Sophia Code is that when we choose to embody our higher self, when we choose to embrace self-mastery practices that focus us on our sovereignty, we learn that we can also evolve through divine love. We can, we can evolve through success. We can evolve um, through things going well and choosing to stay in that resonance and to expand that resonance. We discover that fear and anxiety um, are only meant to provide us momentary bits of information. We're not meant to motivate our whole life through fear and anxiety. So hopefully fear and anxiety over time become footnotes in the story of our life. They don't become the, the characters, the major characters, the major themes of our life because we embrace courage, we embrace faith, we embrace creativity. That's 
that's what self-mastery practices lead to through our sovereignty. So what Tara is sharing here is she's saying, look, I understand you've been, you meaning all of humanity has been conditioned to grow through pain, to grow through suffering. However, I'm here to, to help you, to guide you in how you can let go of continuing to learn through the suffering so that you can actually discover your higher self as the ultimate teacher for your evolution. What does your higher self possess? At the end of the sentence, it says an omniscient knowledge of your divinity. Whoa, what does the word omniscient means? It means all seeing means that your higher self can see everything in every direction, in every dimension, across all of reality. Does that mean your human awareness can see all of that? I don't know, maybe someone's on the call that can see every single thing all of the time. But the human mind at this point in our evolution tends to singularly focus upon one and maybe several parallel lifetimes at most at a time. Most people are pretty concentrated on just their current present reality and there's nothing wrong with that. It's very good to be present with where you're at. But your higher self doesn't have to be entirely focused just inside your body and inside this world. Your higher self has access to all of you and all of your lifetimes in every part of this universe. Now, why would that be important? It's because your higher self, if you understand your consciousness has access to source, to information across this universe, including information from your future, including information from your past that you don't actually know yet, that means your higher self is far more equipped to guide you beyond suffering and to guide you through love and opportunities and expansion. Your higher self is fully capable divinity that's animating every part of you. And this passage goes on to say, Tade also invokes personal willingness and the courage to reestablish trust in the divinity of life that is perfectly orchestrating your greatest relief from suffering in all ways. Wow. Let's take a moment to really be with that statement. So you can trust in your higher self as this omniscient divinity. Your human awareness doesn't have to understand everything that your higher self understands because your higher self has got you. Not only that, but there is this incredible intelligence. There is a divinity within life. That what is that divinity of life always doing? It's always orchestrating perfectly, by the way, orchestrating your greatest relief from suffering in all ways. So perhaps you could say, well, I just got in a car accident. How on earth was that an or perfect orchestration of relieving me from suffering? Well, your higher self might have information about does have information that might have to do with another lifetime. It might have to be that this car accident stopped you uh, from a different timeline evolving down the road. It helped you slow down, reevaluate what's most important to your heart and for this lifetime. 
it could have actually activated um, a particular talent or gift that never would have been available to you otherwise. There are often a thousand reasons why even um, painful events can actually lead to the end of our suffering. This is especially true with control. Very often it's an uncontrollable event that teaches us, oh, the only thing we have control over is our, is our how we choose to feel about ourselves and how we choose to practice our own self-mastery. We can't control anyone. We can't control, we can't control the outcome of what and how anyone's going to behave. But what we can control is how we choose to love ourselves, how we choose to forgive ourselves, how we choose to show up to life. So there's this divinity that is working on our behalf to not only move us beyond suffering, but to move us into a higher accelerated rate of evolution. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because this, this really big change that is unfolding for me in real time has to do with a series of choices that I made over the past few years that were very healing for me. And it created a whole part of my life that was very healing and alignment with what I needed at that time in my life. And over the past few days, I realized that it had come to an end. It had come to a, a fruitful completion. In every direction, everything was served in a good way, especially my own heart. And it was done. This, this chapter was over. It was extraordinary to look at so much of what I had built and that that chapter was coming to a completion. And who I was when I began that journey was the healing person that, I, that became who I am today. And so as I look back across the past years, all I can do is say bow and say namaste to every version of myself that got me to this place that I stand today. Now, this change is so significant. There are so many moving parts to it. There's so much um, to manage because of this change. It's an interesting moment to decide how am I going to think and feel about such a large change? And that's where I want us to turn in the Sophia Code to page 35 where we're going to connect with the Divine Feminine Ascended Master key codes because this is the key codes speaking in unison together. And what they're sharing about in this, I love this passage on page 35, what they're sharing about is what happens when you activate the divine genome within you over the arc of time of, of many years. What happens is that the resonance that you were living in three years, five years, seven years ago is completely different than where you stand now. Now you could say, well, isn't that just the case for everyone? And I have to say, no, it's not. Many, many, many people choose to remain stagnant and the same for 5, 10, 15, 20, sometimes even 50 years. There's millions of those people on the planet. Even people who think they're evolving might not really be evolving as much as they really think they are. 
But I know that everyone on this call has chosen to activate their divine genome. And that's setting into motion something very, very, very powerful, which we talk about in the Mystery School Stargate One curriculum in particular, which is you are never going to be the same person once you set your feet upon the path of what we call in the Sophia Code, walking the way. You and Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He was saying the divinity within me that I am following creates the way before me. The divinity within me is the light. The divinity within me guides me to the total truth of who I am. That's what's happening to each of us when we recognize that there is divinity within us. There's even a spiritual technology within every cell of our body which we call the, the crystalline chromosomes of the divine genome within us that can anchor an infinite amount of our higher selves, omniscient light within our human body. And that this is a building process that happens over years of your life. Now, it might not seem like much is happening right away, but after six months, after a year, after several years, You'll look back at who you were and you'll identify, wow, I had no idea how much healing work I, I needed to do at that time. But now I can see because the light within me guided me to the truth, guided me to the resources, guided me to the opportunities of walking through that healing, right? Or, wow, I had no idea how codependent I was at that time in my life, but the, the light within me, that divine crystalline light kept guiding me back to the resonance of sovereignty. That's what the Sophia Code does for us as a sacred text. It is a resonance of, of crystalline sovereignty. And it's not going to be a bar that can be lowered. That's why many people often read the Sophia Code a little bit and then walk away and then come back and then walk away and come back. And it might require walking away several times before they can stay. It's because the light of your own sovereign divinity is startling. It shines a light upon every place within you that you may be addicted to suffering or codependency or... Um, I mean, codependency is suffering or addiction or self-sabotage. Your sovereignty is the bar that your soul is walking you towards. It's a wholeness that already exists within you. That over time, we learn how to no longer fight against the wholeness that we are. The wholeness that you are wants to fill your bank accounts. The wholeness that you are wants you to live in sovereign, loving relationships. The wholeness that you are is guiding you to a professional, a professional offering where you are giving and receiving and growing and expanding. The sovereign wholeness that you are is guiding you to build spiritual and fa uh, you know, family member relationships that are balanced and harmonious. The wholeness that you are is guiding you in how to let go of anything that is anything but that. So on page 35 of the Sophia Code, um, I love this passage. I'd love to read this out loud together with you. Let's, let's do that. 
Starting at uh, the first paragraph, full paragraph at the top of the page, they're talking about um, what it's like to mentor the Ascended Masters and why it's so important. So they're sharing, look, a key code mentor relationship is a quantum learning container for generating self-confidence in your own ability to activate the Sophia code within you. That's huge. What is that statement saying? It's saying, look, these key code initiations in section two, each of those initiations activate another aspect of your divine genome. As we know, the Sophia code is synonymous with the divine genome that exists within you. And as you activate the divine genome through the power of your own voice, what is it doing? It is generating a self-confidence in your own ability as a master. You want to be a master? Hang out with masters. You want to be a sheep? Go hang out with sheep. It's pretty simple. You want to be sovereign? Hang out with people that are focused on their sovereignty. You want to be addicted to suffering? Hang out with people who are like really happy to be unhappy. It's really that simple. So this is why we mentor with the Ascended Masters, and it's why we choose to stay focused on embodying our higher self. We're going to continue to read this paragraph. Our blissful presence broadcasts important information. Whoa, check this out. From your future self to your emotional body in the present moment. Oh, I love this sentence so much. All right, so what's happening here? The first thing they're saying is our blissful presence. So the Ascended Masters exist in a state of constant bliss because they are no longer confused in any way about their sovereign divinity. In fact, their, their consciousness became a unified field with the truth of their sovereign divinity, which then allowed them to completely ascend from the worlds of form. So they're living in a constant state of heavenly bliss. Um, but what they're saying is we are broadcasting this bliss to you as what? As important information from your future self. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How are those two things connected? What are they saying in that sentence? They're saying you're an ascended master in the future. They're saying we're here with you as your higher self fully ascended in the future. And together, both your future self and we as ascended masters with you, we are sending you this information that you made it to the truth of your wholeness from the future where does that information go to? It goes back to your, emo to, the, to your emotions, to your feeling body. Why would that be important? Well, that's how the divine feminine works. The divine feminine knows the truth based on the feeling of the resonance of the truth through the vehicle of your holy body. So the divine feminine honors your human body as the temple of God and nothing less than that. So that broadcast from the future is being sent, not just to your body, they're saying to your very emotions. Why would they do that? Well, being the divine feminine, they want to nurture you. They want to, they want to send you that compassionate, nurturing divine mother energy of like, hey, you got this. You already crossed the finish line in the future. We're your soccer moms up in heaven telling you, you've got this. We already know you won the game. And we want to send that information back to you 
dearest, because we don't want to see you worrying so much. We don't want to see you in so much anxiety and fear when you could be enjoying the journey. Exactly where you're what? Oh, look where that sentence completes. In the present moment. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So let's go back and read that sentence again. What a sentence. Our blissful presence broadcasts important information from your future self to your emotional body in the present moment. I mean, like, what a miracle. So when you're hanging out with Ascended Masters, what you're really doing is you're hanging out with your future self that is guiding you in the present moment through your feelings. Wow. Wow. So I guess your feelings may be more important than what society would have us believe. Very interesting. All right, let's keep going. She said, they, um, they're saying, we know where you are headed along the way of your ascension because your higher self already exists here with us. I mean, I feel like I hear birds singing when I read that sentence. Like, yes, because your higher self already exists here with us. Therefore, we transmit from your future reality how possible it is and how good it feels to successfully activate your own divine genome. Look, what they, look where they ended up back at the end of the sentence, activating your own divine genome. Look, I tried to make the changes in my life prior to activating the divine genome and it was actually impossible until I activated the divine genome, until I got that supercomputer, those bridges of light being built from the divine genome to my biological DNA. It just wasn't possible. It just, it just physically wasn't possible for me to make the same kind of choices that I was able to make once I completed channeling those key code initiations. So when you walk through all eight of those key code initiations in section two, the Sophia code, you don't have to understand a word of it for it to be flipping on the switches of that divine genome for you. Now, if you read it out loud, even better, as the Ascended Master share in the previous paragraph, it's the power of your voice is activating that divine genome. But one way or another, once that is up and running, the, the bridges of light are beginning to be built between your higher self and your physical form, you start to tap into your direct connection to the source. You start to tap into your sovereign Christ light and that light starts to change your human experience. Your body starts to actually physically eat that light of your soul. You start to be fed with the spiritual vitamins and minerals the metaphysical strength and clarity and vision of your own soul's light. And from the perspective of that sovereign divine light, what happens? Well, let's jump down to the paragraph that says our daily communication. 
So what happens is you start to build these extraordinary mentor relationships with the ascended masters who happen to be your neighbors in the future, right? And happen to be standing beside you right now in the present moment anyways. And it says, our daily communication continually uplifts your awareness to resonate with the vibration of success. So you've activated your divine genome. You're mentoring the ascended masters. What does that do? It resonates your body, heart, and mind to start attuning and aligning with the vibration of success. The vibration of success is a very rich it's a creative resonance. It's a resonance that is engaging. It's a resonance that involves co-creation. It's a resonance that um, requires presence. And, and this is what this process is inviting you into. It's, it's the presence to the vibration of success and what that vibration does uh, to you how it inspires you, how it informs you, how it draws you forward out of your the shell of the past. Um, moving on to the next sentence, your ability to follow through with divinely guided action becomes significantly easier with our encouragement. Goals that once felt impossible to achieve feel accessible and even enjoyable in our presence. In response to our loving attention, your creative spirit thrives beyond self-imposed limitations to claim the joy of your sovereign expression. Moving on to the next paragraph, a relationship with a key code mentor naturally shifts your perception to measure your success as an unfolding journey and not a destination for embodying your higher self. Our overlighting presence guides your awareness to celebrate the fulfillment of every present moment as a blessed practice of a living master. We continually guide you along the way in how to be gentle, kind, and loving with yourself. So when I was thinking about you know, what I wanted to share today on the topic of change, that th these passages were where I was guided to. Uh, for today's prayer call and looking for the notes that I wrote down. Oh, here they are. And now I'd like to go into a series of um, prayerful reflections that we can all participate in together based on today's teachings. Okay, so let's just take a moment to invoke our Ascended Master Key Code Mentors from the Sophia Code Cosmology. And very quickly, we'll invoke our circle of light and empowerment around us, around each of us individually and around the sanctuary space. And we welcome White Buffalo Woman in the North. We welcome Isis in the Northeast. We welcome Hathor in the East. Green Tara in the Southeast. Mother Mary in the South. Mary Magdalene in the Southwest. Kuan Yin in the West and the Sophia Dragons, the Holy Seraphim in the Northwest. Within that circle of empowerment, we invoke the fullness of your higher self blazing as a sun within your heart, flowing as a waterfall of light from the seventh plane into your human body, radiating out in every direction or from every cell of your body, that divine genome within you. That is honestly the heavenly bridge of your soul's light to this earthly form 
of your human body and we give thanks for your divinity in human form. We give thanks that the crystalline resonance of sovereignty exists within you. We give thanks that this sovereign divine light is flooding your emotional body, the, the part of your being that feels your feelings, this sovereign divine light that is your true self is permeating every thought within you. This sovereign divine light that is your higher self in human form is filling your spiritual light bodies, amplifying and expanding them. It's also connecting you to the divinity of all of life. And your sovereign divine light connects you to the divinity of the earth and of all form. At this time, your conscious awareness is recognizing the divinity within all life and the presence of divine love that is the Holy Mother, Holy Father. We call that presence Sophia. We call it the source. You may call it God or Great Spirit. Whatever you call that consciousness, it is the consciousness of divine love. And in this moment, we take the opportunity to slow down the momentum of change to examine the integrative steps and prayers that are helpful for moments of great transition. The first step is to notice when you are standing at a crossroads in life. Notice how far back the crossroad is affected. Like, is it a year? Is it several years? Is it a decade? Could it be a turning point for your entire life? Just notice the length of time as you stand in the center of the crossroads looking back and notice Notice who you were at the beginning of that journey, where your heart was at, where your emotions were at. What were you healing? What were you calling into your life? Was it greater clarity? Was it greater healing? Was it greater abundance? Was it greater strength? Was it greater faith? Was it greater confidence in yourself? And notice if there was any, anything about a location or a relationship or a circumstance or a job or a particular condition about that moment that, that started that journey to where you are standing now, where you may have relied on this as an outer source of strength or an outer source of feeling loved or an outer source of feeling abundant outside of your direct connection to the source. Just being curious because wherever you stand at that crossroads, it means that you are now in a closer identified recognizable space of remembering the truth of your wholeness. So when you stand at this crossroads, the prayer is, am I willing to notice, recognize, and acknowledge how much I've grown on this particular journey in this particular chapter of my life that is now closing 
as I walk into this new chapter that is opening now. Notice if there is any resistances to acknowledging how much you've grown, celebrating how much you may have evolved. Why would that be? Well, this brings in our next point and our next prayer. <laughs> Very often as light workers, we're quite hard on ourselves. And when we finally arrive to a seeming destination of evolutionary accomplishment, we tend to want to judge the one behind us, the healing one, the, the, the person that was curious enough to embark on that journey of healing to become the person that we are today. So when you're standing at a crossroads, the, the prayer is, if, there, if you need to forgive yourself, are you willing to ask yourself for forgiveness? What if you thought you needed to forgive yourself, but really it's just a call for more love for yourself and for the one that was brave enough to go on the journey to begin with? Very often we launch a thousand ships based on how much we don't like who we were so that we could come into alignment with who we want to like within us. But what if the one within us, the, the, the eternal one, the, whole, the wholeness of our sovereign divinity, what if it never changes? It is the bar that is helping our human journey awaken step by step, day by day, month by month, year by year, to the truth of our wholeness, to the truth of our perfection. Feel that thread of wholeness, like a prayer thread, all the way through the days, the months, the years of every chapter of healing and every inspiration for those great moments of change, that wholeness that was guiding you, just as we read about in chapter four, to expand through love, to expand through honor, to expand into that resonance of your sovereignty, which does require forgiving yourself for self-sabotage, forgiving yourself for, for maybe years of codependency or addiction, forgiving yourself for the losses along the way of remembering the wholeness. So often we're willing to champion the healing of others with our compassion, but we tend to be meager with that compassion towards ourselves. If you've experienced financial loss, emotional loss, or even the physical loss, in some way with your body in the in the journey towards the remembrance of your wholeness can you honor that loss through your forgiveness and through your willingness to love the one within you that was willing to sacrifice at that level for your awakening everything within you is all for you it doesn't feel that way a lot of times but it's the truth nonetheless You now stand in a more empowered place because of every version of yourself that has 
that has ever been both in this lifetime and others. And so as we call in those beautiful new chapters in our life that are more expanded, more in alignment, uh, expressing more wholeness and more empowerment, can we truly bow in, 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 in that deep namaste to the ones within us that were the building blocks to where we stand now? The next step when you are standing at the crossroads of great change is to courageously explore what needs, what does need to change in your life to move forward. What kind of physical actions need to happen for you to move out of one chapter into another? And they may be quite unexpected, but how are you willing to courageously explore and have faith to do what needs to be done? And before you do make any of those changes, what's really important is to tune into your ability to pray and meditate upon the divinely guided actions that you are feeling in your gut. This is a, this is <laughs> very much, we talk about this in my psychic development training program, that there, even if you're not hearing divinely guided uh, messages of actions, you will feel it intuitively in your body from different chakras within your body. And these feelings are providing information that wants to help you move as quickly as possible with mindfulness and um, clarity from one chapter into the next. And so this is when it's time to invoke your higher self, to invoke the Ascended Masters, and most importantly, your direct connection to God to support you in taking these actions. So you stand in the crossroads of great change. When you finally reach this particular step in the process of identifying that you are at a major turning point in your life, it's very helpful to recall in your memory of all the great, great changes in your life that you managed to navigate through successfully. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here right now. Very often when we are facing our next evolutionary step, we also are tested with self-doubt from within. We wonder, uh, have I really grown this much? And the truth is you absolutely have or the change would not be before you. But there's this, these moments of reflection where you wonder, is it really safe to move forward with all of these changes? That's when it's important to remember that you have your friends in high places, you have the ascended masters, you have your direct connection to God, you have your higher self, you have that divine genome blazing within you, supporting your human growth and, and development and maturity and expansion. And that you have made it to this point successfully in your life with far less than that, perhaps. And now you're equipped with so much more. And so let's just take this moment to identify how capable you are. I think one of the greatest plights facing society is that we have so many humans that do not believe they are capable of creating great change in their life. And that's got to stop. We've got to identify that we are creators. We are sovereign creators and reality changes as we choose to create. Oftentimes people associate the word creativity with 
you know, an art project or some sort of artistic achievement. And creativity is a state of mind. Creativity is a consciousness. It's God consciousness that already exists within you. Creativity is the intelligence that thinks in terms of multiple options instead of one limiting idea. And when we tune into that flame within our hearts, there's always the next creative solution arising from that heart-centered intelligence of our higher self. So I'd like to open our hearts for a moment to feel those sacred flames of creativity within our hearts. And I'd like to welcome in Green Tara for this beautiful uh, transmission of grace that if you are facing a great change in this moment in your life, if you are facing a very important decision, I invite you to ask your higher self to receive this healing, this empowerment from Green Tara, to support your human awareness to integrate this next level truth of your sovereign divinity that you have been you have been contemplating, otherwise this change wouldn't be here for you now. What does it mean to live a sovereign life? It means to live in freedom. What does it mean to live through your sovereign creative solutions? It means you're co-creating directly with a source. And guess what? It's working. It's working. Life wants to expand with you. And you're worthy of that. And that's why Green Tara's initiation in the Sophia Code is titled, It is Safe to Create Your Heaven on Earth. And so if this change that you are feeling in your life is opening the doors of your heart to take action, to step forward, perhaps being seen in a new way or receiving a greater uh, foundation, letting go of a previous foundation, whatever this chapter is closing and opening up for you today. I invite you to feel the emerald ray healing light of green Tara touching into your heart, activating your mind, flowing down your back, activating your spine, feeling that presence of the Holy Spirit, that communion with your source filling your body, heart, and mind with that emerald green healing light, feeling the bells of sovereignty ringing up and down from your crown to your feet. And I invite that beautiful emerald healing light to move also down through your feet to the very heart of the earth and to feel that healing, expansive, regenerative connection to the center of the earth. And I welcome you to feel your root chakra sprouting and just rooting down into the earth, growing your roots deeper into the earth. This weekend I was hiking and looking at these beautiful ancient roots of these trees, just exposed roots and how gorgeous they were. And I just invite you to feel those roots just rooting down that you truly came here to anchor the heavenly, sovereign, divine light of your soul here on earth. 
And when you make a choice to embody a crystalline resonance of divinity in human form, you are choosing to root down into the truth of your divinity. You're, you're choosing to root down into the truth of your innate goodness. You're choosing to be guided by that inherent goodness within you to greater and greater manifestations of divine love. You're choosing to, to refrain from being stagnant. You're choosing to grow through sovereignty. That means you're also choosing to let go of suffering. What may have served you once doesn't always have to serve you forever. There are chapters, there are seasons, there are even years where what served you no longer may be serving you now. And in the presence of Green Tara's liberating mantra, Untare Tutare Ture Soha, you'll feel the liberation you are being invited into of letting go. How do we most deeply let go of that which has profoundly served us in the past but no longer serves us now? Let's take a moment through prayer connecting to our heart centers to honor the blessings, to honor the, the exchange of life force, the exchange of creativity, uh, uh, the exchange of blessings, of nourishment, of evolution that you have received from this chapter of your life. Even if there was painful lessons that could have nurtured and nourished and activated new growth, like, can you say, I honor you? I love you. I honor you. It's been such a good journey to be with you. Whatever the you is, if it's a location or professional role or relationship or, or a circumstance, or it doesn't even, it does not matter what the fill in the blank is. What matters is the honoring. And I invite you to imagine that there is this beautiful altar for those of you who are new to what the word altar means it's it's like a, a surface where the sacred is honored with offerings or a lit candle or a prayer and I, I invite you to imagine that this beautiful altar is within your heart and lay down upon that altar flowers or some kind of offering to honor that which is coming to a close. Just visualize that process, making that offering. And as you do, I'm, I'm feeling the presence of Mary Magdalene stepping forward, coming to stand side by side with you as she smiles. And I'm hearing this message from her of, there's just so, <laughs> she's <laughs> she's quoting Green Tara's line from uh, the Sophia Code. She's saying there is so much heaven to focus upon within you, and uh, she's saying there's so much ahead of you that everything has been building towards. And as you let go of 
the physical, whatever that is of that you're letting go of, you keep the diamond light, the, the diamond teachings, right? Because Mary Magdalene carries that symbolism of the diamond vehicle, that diamond teachings, the diamond light wisdom of everything that has forged that diamond within you. All of the earth, all of the, the physical that forged the diamond of light within you eventually the, the, the diamond is unearthed from that pressurized uh, carbon physical space. The diamond emerged and is polished and goes on to live a new life as a diamond. And so she's touching her, she's bringing her hand to the center of your, of your heart and she's saying, feel my light. Blessing this diamond heart within your chest. Feel the presence of the Ascended Masters surrounding you in their grace. And she's inviting you to make a prayer for this new chapter in your life. She's saying, you've honored what has served you to bring you into this moment. Now, can you honor the heart within you and where the heart within you is leading you next? And I'm just going to take a moment of silence for you to really feel into what is your prayer for what is arising? What is emerging as this new chapter? How do you want to honor your heart? Where is your heart? What is your heart calling you towards? And welcoming the lightness of that diamond light, just opening that path up, making the path ahead clear, blessing the pathway before you. And feeling that presence of Mary Magdalene as she supports your angel wings to unfurl with greater strength, greater faith and greater courage. That the road ahead is beautiful. It's beautiful because you are the road ahead, just as you were the road behind you that brought you to this moment in time. And so with the love in our hearts that we feel from the Ascended Masters, and most importantly, from our own direct connection to the source and our higher self, we Welcome the grace of those chapters that are closing and the grace of these new chapters that are opening with the honor of our hearts, with the forgiveness of our hearts, with the compassion of our hearts, with the celebration of our hearts and the joy of our hearts. Together, we can practice the mantra that we, we like to share in the Sophia Code Mystery School. And that, that mantra we can say with our hands over our hearts as we close tonight's prayer collective. Yes. Thank you. I accept. I receive. Let's say that two more times. Just visualizing the blessings of the past, the present, and the future all converging within your heart at once. Yes. Thank you. I accept. I receive. Yes. Thank you. I accept. I receive. Yes. 
Thank you. I accept. I receive. Holy Mother Sophia, Holy Father, source of all life, thank you for every soul on this call this evening. I know that your holy light exists within each and every one of us, equally sovereign, equally divine. I know that your, your blessed presence of unconditional love goes with each and every one of us uh, this evening or day, wherever we are in this world. And I give thanks for these teachings of the Sophia Code that are guiding us to not just remember our sovereignty, but to embody our sovereignty within this present moment, teaching us the practical self-mastery, the joy, the liberation of living uh, through the light of our higher self, which is merging our future self and our present self as one. And so it is. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us live this evening. To those on the replay, many blessings to you. We're so grateful that you were able to join us across the heart waves. Um, please be sure to like uh, and offer your reflections of this evening's prayer circle uh, when we post the YouTube replay. And if you'd like to join the uh, in our community discussion, uh, feel free to email us about how you can learn more about our, our private Facebook forum that you're welcome to join uh, and meet other people that are working with the Sophia Code teachings. Once again, my name is Kaya Ra. It is my great pleasure and privilege to be any part of your spiritual journey. And you can learn more about the Sophia Code movement and our mystery school curriculums at kayara.com. I want to wish you a wonderful day or evening, wherever you are. Many blessings to you. All my love and namaste.